Testing one, two, three. Okay. So, are you recording? Yes. Welcome, Welcome back. back to, <gasps> one of us needs to start. Right. Welcome back to the, the mentor. mentor. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Sorry. Welcome back to The Mentors. This is Vadim. And Sergey. And welcome back to another segment of our five-minute pick-me-up where we talk about entrepreneurs that we meet or that we know uh, and stories that we learn from them to hopefully motivate you for the week to come. This week, we have a special edition of our five-minute pick-me-up and actually of the weekly episode that we do as well that we're going to release on Wednesday. And that is that we're going to be playing you live interviews that we did at the completion of a two-week sprint program that several students participated in. In fact, uh, it was 11 teams that participated in this program where they learned about customer discovery and tried to basically figure out whether their businesses had any legs. So the interviews you're going to hear on Wednesday were actually conducted outside of a bar. And so that's going to be really interesting. But today's... We may or may not have progressively been getting slightly more drunk. A little uh, bit, yeah. As did the interviewees. It (laughs) It was happy hour. But outside of the bar, the sound quality is a little bit different. I would say easier to hear but I also decided to last minute have a live interview inside the bar with one of the student teams with a gentleman named Kanishk. And while I was talking to him, I, I decided, oh, you know what? Can you stand here for a minute? I want to record this conversation. Earlier, I hadn't been walking around with a mic because uh, it was kind of loud in the bar, but I decided let's try it. And it actually worked out well. So we wanted you guys to hear how the conversation went because I think it can help a lot for people that are going through the customer discovery process or even thinking about how can we schedule a bunch of meetings? Because these guys got very, very creative. And on Wednesday, we're going to release some more in-depth conversations with entrepreneurs that we were able to have outside of the bar. But today, we wanted to show you a company that we talked to that's very, very early. They're still figuring out what it is that they're doing, or at least what problem that they're solving that people are going to be willing to pay for. And I think it's really useful to understand how they went through the process of figuring that out. So this is me talking to one of the founders of an idea that's in the healthcare space named Kanishk. And he was telling me basically how they got meetings with physicians and doctors and other people that work for them in order to validate the business idea that they uh, were thinking about. So how did you secure the number of meetings that you did have? How many people did you meet with? Uh, 51. Okay, 51 in how many days? Uh, about 11 days? Yeah? Nine days, nine. yeah, nine days. So for a lot of people, it's hard to meet with 51 people in a year. So I would say that that's pretty good. All right, how did you get these meetings? What was the most effective channel for you guys to get these conversations going? So I'd start with the worst one. So the first idea that they actually tried wasn't that effective. They thought, well, there's a high volume of doctors in hospitals, so and they're riding elevators, so let's let's meet with them in elevators. And it turns out that doctors are on their way to places, and they're usually in a hurry when they're riding elevators around the hospital, and so it was difficult to get their attention. But their ideas kept on getting better and better as they tried different ones out. Then we tried halal trucks outside the hospitals because doctors used to usually come there for the meals. We got a few good hits there, but the best one was where we carried a fake research poster with a clipboard. The clipboard works like magic. And it gave us virtually a 100% rate with interviews. They actually had this brilliant idea to take a clipboard 
And as they were walking from office to office or private practice to private practice, they would essentially say, we're doing some research and uh, try to get conversations that way. And I guess that clipboard created some legitimacy for them. Yeah, and this is actually key. At NYU, we always tell our entrepreneurs to approach the customer discovery interviews from the perspective of somebody doing research versus starting a business. And part of it is because that's true. They really don't have a business, most of them yet. They're still figuring out what exact problems they are going to be solving. And so it is somewhat more of a research uh, project so far. But the other thing is that when you tell people that you're working on a business, especially let's say if they're a doctor, it might make them react in a way that doesn't make them as open to talking about their problems, right? Because it, ultimately it's a business that's approaching them. What do you need with him? Are you trying to sell him something? Nobody wants to feel like they're being sold. So when you com come to it from the approach of a researcher, it's much better. So use that to your advantage if you're a student or a recent grad or even you could say that you're doing research for a company that you're working with or consulting with. That usually works really well to get people to open up. So they figured out a way to schedule meetings, but I also wanted to find out what were they actually getting from these conversations. And what was the nerve that you hit on? <laughs> so healthcare is a very complex industry. We focus on one problem and there are three problems underneath. There are more problems underneath that. And uh, so all of them stem from the EMR and how archaic it is. What's, so, what's EMR? Electronic medical records. Okay. Do you think that through that process you actually identified some potential customers that you might be able to come back to? And did you capture their information in any way? Yeah, so uh, strangely, receptionists refuse uh, an appointment with the doctor. But the doctor, having overheard our conversation, came rushing out of his clinic and met us, met us outside. And uh, we have a pilot plan with this doctor and we hope to continue working with him. So these guys smartly decided to use the gatekeepers, the receptionist, to their advantage to learn from them. Uh, but also actually establish a relationship. And we talked about this in last week's episode. Sometimes you can be more persuasive and get better results if you actually follow the existing processes. So talk to the gatekeeper, get information anyways, because you are on a fact-finding mission. And if you can have a compelling conversation, they'll gladly introduce you to the doctor, whoever your target is. The reason why it's so important to build those early relationships is that it's very common that those same people that comprise the people that you spoke to in your customer discovery interviews to figure out their problems, they will oftentimes be your first customers because they already built a relationship with you, hopefully some trust you've exhibited that you care about solving their problem. And then when you come to them with a solution which matches exactly what they told you their problems are, they're very likely to be compelled to buy something. So this process is incredibly important for an entrepreneur or any creator uh, to get out of the building. As a famous author, Stephen Blank, talks about get out of the building. Uh, it really is important to talk to other people to understand their problems, but also you're investing in the future because you're actually building relationships with people that might become customers at some point. Another quick book recommendation is actually a very short book, 87 pages, I think, and that is Talking to Humans. This is a book that we actually give pretty much to everybody that goes through our programs. It's a quick read with some illustrations that was written by Gif Constable and my colleague, my boss actually, Frank Rimolovsky at the NYU Entrepreneurial Institute. I recommend you check out that book if you can, or if you just come find me, <laughs> I can let you borrow it, I guess, if you live in New York. And then they just released Testing with Humans as well, which is actually the next process after you've talked to people. Now you have to actually test a solution with them. We're going to come back on Wednesday 
with the more in-depth entrepreneurial conversations we had with some folks that actually have already had businesses that they've been running in one way, shape, or another, but they're ready to take them to the next level, and they're still going back and doing customer development. Have a wonderful Monday, and we'll see you on Wednesday. 